Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Warning, this podcast may contain bad language and content that some listeners may find offensive. I think some listeners will definitely find this offensive. I'll make sure of it. Welcome to Seesaw Podcast. With your hosts, T, Cleves and Selena. Every week, bringing some much-needed balance and humour to brighten up what can sometimes be a dark disabled world. Welcome one and all to Seesaw Podcast, the purple wash of murderousness that is Disability Podcasts. We are back once again with the Renegade Masters and this week we have something topical for your earballs. But before we go into that, let's do a quick check-in on what people have been doing. Selena. I've been being ill, but I'm better. Moving on to Cleves. <laughs> I've been working and failing. T, what have you been doing with your lovely life this lovely week? Why is it all so condescending? Why can't you be genuine once? I'm not very good at high energy sincerity. Well, you're not good at sincerity anyway. <laughs> yeah, but... the high energy shit. I've got the energy part, just not the sincere part. Well, we're very busy at work. Awesome. What's the topic for this week? <laughs> <laughs> the topic for this week. There's a new government campaign. Have you not heard? I've heard. Please describe it for me, though. It is ADA. But what does that stand for? I'm glad you asked, Cleves. ADA stands for Ask, Don't Assume. And this is a disability campaign that is being, well, it's being launched by the government here in the UK. This campaign is all about members of the public asking disabled people their access needs rather than assuming their access needs and then doing things that might be inappropriate. What you'll see from it is on social media, a lot of it is there will be people wearing T-shirts with certain slogans on. So, for example, there's a blind person holding a cane and it says, don't touch me on the T-shirt. It's actually can't touch this. And I believe MC Hammer wouldn't be happy. The government must have paid for that right, surely. Yeah, that's probably where the money went. Or I'm thinking that there's a person with a wheelchair that says, don't push this, right? Mm. Or don't push it. Something like that. In which case, I mean, salt and pepper have got to be mad at that. And then lastly, there is a person with scarring on their arms. Am I right in thinking that? And it says, one of a kind. To which there's probably some other pop star whose song I can't remember that's annoyed. Probably Ed (laughs) Sheeran. He does everything. Yeah, he does everything. Okay, Apart from good music. Yeah, but a lot of people are suing Ed. It'd be nice that he sued the government for once. Give them a chance. So, being that the disabled community are a difficult bunch to please at the best of times, let's put Tough in... crowd. Tough crowd. Yeah, very <laughs> tough crowd. Uh, needs to say, this has not gone down well. And that's what we'll be covering this week, because there have been a few articles and a couple of heavyweight organisations in the disability sector. Like, like disability, Seesaw Podcast. Like Seesaw but Disability Rights UK, as well as there's another one. Many like, more. 
a disability persons organization, I believe is one of them. Are you just going to stop <laughs> making stuff up? <laughs> That's what you call organisations for disabled people. That that's the group. Yeah. Oh, DPOs, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Not an actual organisation. Yeah, you could have jumped in at any time, Selena, and stopped me being a dickhead. (laughs) Where's the fun in that? (laughs) Okay, so we're making this a masturbate, right? So I can put that intro in. Yes. 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 You might as well use your intro. Welcome to Seesaw Masturbates. Hard topics coming in your ears right now. Okay, so we're masturbating this. We are going to go over what has been said by these organisations and we'll be putting the seesaw slant on it. So I put a bit of balance on it. So I think it's worth uh, kicking off with... Yeah, I don't know why I said kicking off, because that's negative. But let's start with... Yeah, you kick off, don't you? Oh, you mean an angry kick-off, not like football game kick-off. Jesus. Yeah. You can't edit everything's interpretation these days, isn't it? Much like this campaign. Mm. So (laughs) to begin with, let's cover why disabled organisations who don't necessarily speak for disabled people. Let's see why they're actually getting angry about this. Well, it's not just disability organisations, it's disability collective community are angry. First of all, they feel like there's a lack of clarity with the ask, don't assume. They feel like that the government are asking strangers to ask intrusive questions to people with disabilities and asking strangers to ask about people's impairments. Discuss. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it, it is very much on those sort of lines, isn't it? That it's encouraging attention that might not be wanted by some individuals. Not all individuals. I think it's important to say at this point, this isn't the the opinion of every disabled person um sounds like it is i haven't seen any articles that have come out praising the campaign no that's true but have you looked providing there's absolutely no follow-up questions yes i have excellent this is a really important thing isn't it like it is putting a bit more attention on disabled people which has been perceived as a negative thing i mean i personally think that some disabled people will be happy with this because they would want people to be able to come and talk to them about things. I'm going to kick this shit off, and I don't care about using that phrase either. I think it's a good thing. You want to elaborate? Um, If someone comes up and asks me either about my disability or about my access needs, I have no problem telling them about it. How else are they going to know? But do they need to know? If it looks like I'm struggling to an outside party... And they come out and ask, do you need help with anything? Or ask me about my disability. Then they're going to know for future, aren't they? And they're going to take that away. And they'll know for other people how to approach someone in a similar situation. So I don't really see a problem with it. Personally. But should they be coming up to you and asking you? Or if you did require help, why can't you go and ask them for help? How am I going to know where they are? Well... 
They're saying this is some of the thoughts of the disability community. They're saying, don't ask, assume we're okay, unless we tell you otherwise. I don't think that should be the norm, personally. And if someone comes up and asks me if I need any kind of assistance, you know what I can do? I can just go, no, I'm I'm fine, thank you. That's true. (laughs) Oh, shit, did someone forget that they can do that? (laughs) That's, That's true, and I do that a fair amount. The lack of clarity and what a lot of people are getting angry about is disclosing disability. I've never experienced anyone coming up to me in a shop saying, what's your disability and how can I help you? It's always, do you need some help? So maybe it's a lack of clarity. I don't know. I was at work on Wednesday. as a training day for work. So with loads of colleagues I'd never met before. Um, The lady sitting next to me asked me directly, how much can you see? So I told her, which I was fine about. She said, okay, good. Now I know. She, She just wanted to, I guess, that was her way of asking or wondering how much help I might need throughout the day. Ooh, I was fine with better... her asking that question because I'm okay with that. I get it. Would a better question have been, how can I help you today? It probably would have been, but I'm not going to judge her. At least she was inquisitive and obviously wanting to help me. I saw the I saw the positive side of it. That's not but what this argument is about. I disagree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's the important thing here, isn't it? Like, that's not what the disabled community are saying. Would it be more offensive to ask that question if we had a different disability than sight? I think it comes down to how sensitive you are as an individual. Mate, this is going to be the overarching thing. I just didn't want to bring it up this early, but there it is. But mm-hmm. I think we, we can't really proceed without putting that that baseline there. It depends how sensitive you are. There, there are some people out there who are overly sensitive and want to shout and scream and ableism blah 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 blah, and they just have to take a chill pill i I mean we've got a lot more to cover but that's just going to enable me to embed this message a little bit more what's taken me aback from this is the language being used by individuals and and, organizations yeah and organizations (laughs) and i think that's that's why I take a lot of umbrage with this, because it's being presented like that's the voice of the entire disability community. And we've covered this before in previous episodes. If you're going to be an advocate, fine, but don't present it like you're the king of the crips. Can you say that after that language point? <laughs> I can I can entirely say that because I, I'm a member of that community. So journalist and writer Lucy Webster said it was completely misguided. The entire campaign completely yeah. misguided. Yeah. Strong words, I think. The campaign was developed in partnership with people that were disabled. Well, do we want to talk about that briefly? Well, that kind of leads on, doesn't it? Because how can it be really that misguided if it's developed in partnership mm. with disabled people? That campaign, surely, if it's in partnership with disabled people, will be representing at least some disabled people mm. because they worked with them. I think one, just to play devil's advocate here, there was no clear um, identification of numbers of, say, focus groups or who was consulted on this either. Saying it is one thing, but I think if there was, like, we will say at this point, the government have not responded to this at all, to all of these concerns and anger from the disability community. And I think one of those things that they could have done is said, we consulted 2,000 disabled people or some tangible metric. I don't think they were ready for the backlash, to be quite honest. They weren't prepared for this. They thought they were doing good 
And well, in 10 weeks time is when the campaign will be reviewed by the government. But until then, the quotes misguided campaign will be out there. I mean, they were never going to please everyone. They were never going to please anyone because they're the government. And that was the first issue, I think, to start in this campaign. They are the government. And historically, disabled people are not friends with the government. The government could have said, we're going to give all of everyone in the disabled community £10,000 per week. And they would have come back with, no, 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 we need £10,001 per week. It's not cutting it. They can't believe that the government have put money into this campaign when they should have been putting money probably straight into people's pockets. That's one of the, their gripes. Yeah, but jobs will do that as well. If anything... Instead of putting it in the disabled people's pockets, it should have been used on some form of employability fund or grant system for employers to like subsidise the wages of disabled people to get them into work. But how would employers Maybe know? Should have put it in access to work, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, how would employers be aware of people's potential needs without this campaign? Because you talk to people. Should it be our responsibility then to educate well, I'm I'm glad you said that <laughs> because disabled academic Vera Cubans has said it is not disabled people's responsibility to educate wider society. Whose is it then? Because that was also unclear. The government's trying their best, and that's not good enough. And the people that know about it seem to just be pissing and moaning about the people that have tried. So. I think it absolutely is a responsibility. In the same way of any other campaign, big or small, if we're talking LGBT+, trans, Black Lives Matter, it is a responsibility of those individuals to educate the other members of society who are not inclusive of those groups as to the plights and how they can be uh, allies within those spaces. It, it's, you can't put responsibility on other people to educate themselves because everyone has things to do they have work and stuff like that if you're not actively doing it i'm gonna say i'm not going home after work and learning about the trans rights movement over the last 20 years it's not on my on my list to do when i get home but i will happily learn from those around me and i'll take that on board happily and develop my education that way but i i think that i think it's very arrogant to say that it's not the responsibility of disabled people to educate other people. Surely they're the people that are most informed. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that comment is nuts mm. to me. Yeah. And this has come from an academic who's studying disability, and I think it's a very close-minded view. It doesn't interestingly say whose responsibility it should be. Even if you break that down to even your friends, right? Let, let's say you've got <laughs> Let's say you've got friends. And you're a person with a disability. Can you imagine if your friends asked you about it and you went, well, it's not my responsibility to tell you. Why don't you fucking Google it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, surely, that's yeah. Nuts. yeah. That's surely fucking nuts. you're the one who's going to know better than yeah. Google, for example. Yeah. Mm. What I will also say as well, this individual, uh, Vera Cubans, who is condemning this scheme, says that it's not the responsibility to disabled people to educate. So whose responsibility is it? If it's the government, you're already complaining that they're wasting money on a scheme to educate other people. Well, no, because the government are telling the disabled people to educate the public. That, that's that's what they're suggesting. Okay. That because they're saying ask, ask the disabled person. Okay. So rather than giving out resources, 
or information directly that they're, they're putting the onus on on us but they could spend more money on making resources and things like that but again who knows better probably That's a true. disabled person and it's a spectrum no, yeah. no two people with retinitis pigmentosa have the exact same vision or experience so you need to ask the individual of what their needs are because you, you can't assume well, but you should ask. you i think but that's the thing isn't it they but they don't want to be asked they don't want disabled people don't want to be sociable they <laughs> they don't okay. want to share anything about their personal lives unnecessarily yeah that's that okay, that is a good point that your personal life effectively should be your own personal and private life but don't complain about access issues then if you're going to complain about this and say that this isn't what you want, then don't complain when you don't have the help you want when you need it. Like, I'm sorry, but you can't have it both ways. This is more like the overarching thing. Like, there's been no alternative to this presented with yeah, these, like, with the anger and the articles and stuff like that. It's not been, oh, we don't like this campaign. Why not do this? It's just been, we hate this without any constructive alternative. And that's what I hate about this whole anger fest. I, I think it's unfair to condemn whilst not bringing alternatives. The question that was raised in there that a lot of people were in, uh, asking intrusive questions about their disability. But again, you don't have to answer them. No. You can just say, I'm not really comfortable with that. But, you know. But then the you... public might say, but the government said that I should ask. Government True. said this is the way. Yeah, but the government also doesn't say that you have to answer every single question as a disabled person, does it? And there are going to be a lot of people that do answer the question and people will probably be, in a way, thankful for it because they'll learn a little bit more about it. I think more of the problem is when disabled people are reluctant to talk about their problems because then, firstly, we as a community get this uh, reputation for being sort of hostile towards people that are more abled than ourselves. And we just don't want that, to be honest. And secondly, it doesn't raise awareness. If you're not physically telling people about it, how are they going to know? Um, if, we, if we move on very slightly, the, the government messaging wasn't clear. But some of the messaging that came out of disability charities and groups Oh, was yeah, please, equally... please tell us. So this was a tweet that was very quickly retracted by Disability Rights UK. We do not, any quotation... Support the government's ridiculous attempt to purple wash their murderous ableist policies by using some disabled influencers to raise awareness for disability. I mean, that's a knee jerk reaction, surely. <laughs> murderous? I mean, how the fuck is it murderous? <laughs> Definitely touched a nerve. What kills me? The fact that everyone's like knocking this government campaign, but it's the first one we've all heard about. And I just think campaigning has to start somewhere, and you're just knocking people for trying. How about being constructive? Because a lot of this has just said it's ridiculous, it's murderous, it's ableist. How about going, well, this is where it could be better? Because I ain't seen any of that. Like I said, there's been no constructive alternatives at all. It's just condemnation for the sake of it. And the wording, especially in this tweet, I, I can see why they've attracted it. It's very strongly worded. And again, it doesn't speak for all individuals within the disability community. It doesn't. If that's their perception, that's fine. But I didn't perceive this as that but this is coming from disability rights uk mm. which to the external person potentially not in the community 
will see that as a credible source of voice from the disabled community. And it makes us all look like a bunch of fucking arseholes. Which I don't think is fair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, we're getting this reputation for just mm. slamming everything that people are trying. And it gets to the point, you know, when you, know, you try something every time it's rejected a billion times, after a while, people are going to go, well, fuck, I'm just going to try. That's it. I think it has the, the potential to disengage people because yeah. they, they do want to do the right thing and they want guidance on it. And okay, was the messaging the best from the government? Maybe not. But I would see start, any other charity though. doing it. I think, though, like this. If, this, if this campaign wasn't done by the government, if this campaign was done by a charity, the response would have been completely different. Like, so Amy Kavanagh, she had her own campaign, Just Ask don't grab which is very similar oh, even mate. you know go, yeah. go go on her twitter to, to see or x or whatever to see what she says because she justifies how this is completely different to her campaign and how this is a bad and where compared to hers whose is good but they, they to me i thought that's the one i thought of straight away um, I like your one so they kind of be thought oh this was a doing well we kind of still that idea when it's kind of blown up in their faces I mean, it's basically the same, isn't it? Yeah, no, 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 it's no, called no, a spade not, of state. It's not what he says. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if we were voting policy on the individual's opinion, then we'd be in a very shitty situation. I'm not going to say I'm the biggest fan of the government. I'm in the middle, basically. I think if they're trying to do something, great. I'd be curious to know who they've consulted and how much money they've spent on this. Because, let's face it, it could be better. Well, they've had T-shirts printed, so at least 30 quid. Would you get a T-shirt? Yeah, 10 or a T-shirt, innit? T-shirt no, printed. Would you wear one? No. Yeah, but say, don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> so here's something to think about as well. Is this campaign distracting from other things that are going on within the disability community that might be currently in place or being enacted and the closing of ticket offices? Is this just a false flag to take focus off of the other shit that's happening? Governments around the world are notorious for that. However, we've not touched on closing ticket offices yet as we a will. podcast, but train lines have apps, mate. Uh, I don't. Th- I don't feel like I need to say more than that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we will cover ticket offices. Will we? No, just, we just won't. But yeah, train lines do on have app? apps. And those apps are accessible because even I can buy my ticket on the app. Even so before Uber, you go down that route, people. Even Uber, as an alternative, you can buy your train tickets through Uber now. And their app is very accessible. So there's multiple ways of doing it. Yeah, but I'd like to walk to a train station and try to find the ticket office. Why? Yeah, good point. Um, moving on. <laughs> I don't think this um, campaign was specifically set up to to take away from other more, let's say more more pressing issues i think it was genuinely there to raise awareness of disability people are starting to do that now it's it's becoming more of a thing similarly to like gay rights which is now a massive thing and that i feel like they've gone down the right route in the terms of making that shit fun like i can turn up to pride and have a great time and i'm not gay but they don't segregate people who aren't it's like come along have fun that's the whole thing when you have pride parades anyone is welcome Where's my purple parade, damn it? You wouldn't be able to have a purple parade because someone will get fucking offended about you not including them or there's there's no drop curve or something like that. Yeah. It's never going to fucking happen. But this is the kind of things that I'm talking about. We should be 
presenting disability more in a positive light and people shouldn't just be fucking going nuts at something when someone's tried something they should be going do you know what that's a good start let's build on it the the poignant question here to anyone who is angry about this and voicing it publicly what's your end game You're, you're entitled to your opinion but unless you're going to be constructive or move things in a positive way using whatever platform you have what are you achieving by being negative of others who are genuinely trying? They want ticket officers to stay open. Well, Why? That's, fuck off. that's 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 what they hope will come out of this campaign. <laughs> be able I mean, to I, do you know the what? government I, see the more important issues. For every ticket office that closed, they could pay one person to hold a seminar on how to use an app. Probably, probably every six multiple, months. Yeah, multiple seminars. That's what I mean. I just think this is really poor for the reputation of disabled people. I the the backlash is. of it, I just I think, mm. is is really we've, derogatory for the community as a whole. Been too angry about it rather than articulate about it. I think yeah, that's definitely that's where it's gone wrong. For a final four here as well, can I just say government campaigns don't really have a lot of uptake with the general population, so it's kicking off about something that not a lot of the public would fucking care about anyway. I'm saying this is an important campaign, but I think it has been overestimated the scope of how many people will engage with this outside the disabled community. I mean, we looked on YouTube for the actual adverts, and there aren't any. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, not yet. But then it might be a social media website. There's one on the government website. But who's specifically going to that? (laughs) People who do their taxes and not watch things on the government website, or people that are angry. I, I think that there's a serious overestimation of how much impact these things have anyway. I think a better campaign was the one that like Channel 4 do when they do the Paralympics and things like that. Oh, that has backlash think? as well. There's like superhero stuff. and that, that, that. <laughs> I know what you're saying, but this is what I mean. People are trying and you're never going to win because you're always going to get arseholes that just piss and moan rather than come back with, yeah, it's a great start, but this is what we could do better. I think they're upset because they feel like that they weren't asked. The government didn't ask them personally and just assumed this would be a good idea. I mean, the government can only ask so many people, though, right? Well, I think they know now who they should go to. Well, X as a whole. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they should just do hashtag disability Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should have a little like poll and we'll just end up with fucking purple, purple face as the fucking <laughs> campaign slogan. Unfortunately, the case is that some of the most influential people who call themselves advocates, that's debatable, within the disability space, that they are quite influential and they are, as we've described in the past, some of the worst examples of advocates, whereas everything is doom and gloom and they can never be pleased. Like There's very few influential people out there who have the same attitude as us of positivity essentially, of like, let's just give it a go, let's try and make things better. Yeah, and they probably think that's because we we are living the high life compared to them and not going through the same traumas and everyday difficulties for some reason. Well, maybe they should ask us and not assume our circumstances or stories. <laughs> I think that is interesting, and I think you're right. People do assume that because we're all within work and we all have a certain standing, that at no point have we ever had to face the same trials and tribulations mm. as other, other disabled yeah. people. I was unemployed for eight years in my adult life. Get a job, you bum. I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, I'm taking did, the piss. But, but like, like, I, I've been where they've been. 
and I've bettered myself. Oh, shit, son. <laughs> okay. It wasn't easy, but I did it because I wanted my life to mean more. They just spun. Oh, you're just going to double down on that. Yeah, yeah okay. he's going He's carrying I'm on. I'm two footed on this shit. I'm going two footed. I'm fucking sick of this because I don't want people speaking for me because I know this is going to have backlash negatively in my life at some point because of pricks that I don't agree with having a larger voice than me on social media. And that's what I resent. Don't speak on behalf of me just because you have a voice. I'm sort of with you there. I think um, this whole thing has really perpetuated a negative stereotype of disabled people, and that's really what I don't like or can really get behind. I'm going to be clear. I'm a horrible person, but I'm a horrible person that does genuinely believe that disabled people can do the majority of things that an able person can with the right means. And I don't think we should be pissing and moaning at abled people or even disabled people that are trying to wait to raise awareness in any kind of aspect or format of our particular i'm gonna say plight but it's it's not a plight but do you know what i mean our cause yeah our cause i just think we should be supporting them as much as we can why what's with all this negativity it's, it's yeah. ridiculous to me it's be nice. constructive if you're going to say something be constructive about it you can criticize but please give alternatives and be constructive with it. Any other final thoughts? My question is, what would we do to raise awareness for disabled people in a positive way? I like your purple parade idea. I think this, this predates you, Selena, because you say you can't take credit for it. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> well, I think me and T did an entire episode of positivity within the disabled community. And I think we suggested a purple parade, didn't we? Yeah. Or something did. of a similar nature. I have not nature. heard this episode. episode How episode. convenient. Yeah. I think you guys are just at the pub having a chat about this one day. And it's did That's not what Seesaw recorded. Podcast is, except we're not at a pub anymore. <laughs> <laughs> No, but there's a lot of positivity that can be be done. I think there's a lot to learn from the LGBTQIA plus community on how they've done really well. And they still have their plights. I get that. But as far as positive exposure, I think disabled community, we've got to do that. We could really benefit from that sort of stuff, yeah. Because they've done a really good job on making it fun and getting out there in a positive way. And that's what the disabled community needs to do. So we need to basically find the PR people <laughs> working on that and getting them on disability. The I did hear actually there's going to be a disability festival in Birmingham next year. Good start. We'll be there. Mm. Let's not let's not poo-poo that because let's be fair, people will. Purple, <laughs> yeah, people will poo-poo that. It's a shame it's in Birmingham, and I know I'm poo-pooing it already. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that is, it's a great start. Why why not start there? We can even try one in Nottingham. Maybe the Seesaw Festival. Let's go purple parade. It's got more widely yeah. based. Purple Parade, sponsored by Seesaw. Are you putting up the money for that? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> we can rally around the disabled charities, maybe. Well, there we go. We've condensed this anger into something potentially a bit more balanced for this masturbate. If you have an opinion on this, and it's actually fucking constructive, Please send it to us. Please comment. We might do a mop-up episode because this is an on, ongoing thing. And we want to hear your genuine thoughts. Do these people speak for you? How would you raise awareness and positivity? Please let us know at the links coming up. Do Bye. you need to know how to use a train ticket app? Yes. Cleves can teach you. If you like, please do an episode on how to use an app. Just ask him. 
<laughs> oh, the soup. But until next time, have a cup of tea and chill the fuck out. I'm a coffee Bye. man. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Seesaw Podcast. Your feedback and comments mean a lot to us, so if you'd like to get in touch, you can do so in the following ways. You can find us on Twitter at SeesawPod, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Seesaw Podcast. And you can also join us at SeesawPodcast.com. Remember to like, rate, review, and share with a friend. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.